Welcome to the Joy of Living, featuring your host, Barry Shore. In this time of busy, busy and rush, rush, we don't always take the time to appreciate the life that we have and the love of those around us. Now, the ambassador of joy invites you to take a moment, no, take an hour and find the joy of living. Here is Barry Shore. Good morning, beautiful, bountiful, beloved, immortal beings, and good-looking people. And remember, you're good-looking because you're always looking for and finding the good. And we have good in abundance for you today because you have tuned in to The Joy of Living, carried by that magical, mystical, mythical platform called Internet Radio, hosted by VoiceAmerica.com. And we are so glad that you are here. The reason you're here is because you care about you, Y-O-U, E-W-E. The only reason I'm broadcasting is because I care about you, Y-O-U. You want to be the best possible you because when you're the best possible you you make a difference in the world you can go mad you can make a difference everybody makes a difference and today we're going to have one of the most most energetic difference makers that you've ever experienced in your life so get ready put on your seatbelt because Anne Lorimore is going to be with us and she's going to take us to the heights that you've never even thought about before and that helps you because that's why you tuned in you along with 268,971 people throughout this world again through this amazing platform called internet radio and if you ever miss a moment of the show and you don't want to do that and you want to hear it again. You will want to do that. You want to share it with at least five people, family, friends, and people who are not even your friends, or you think are not your friends, because when you share, you build a bridge. Go to barryshore.com, B-A-R-R-Y-S-H-O-R-E, barryshore.com, and you'll find everything you need to know about Anne and what she does and how she does it, and you don't have to write down anything, remember anything, just Remember, barryshore.com. Go there and all the information about Barry and Anne is going to be there ready for you. So on this particular show, as you know, it's only dedicated to you. That's all we care about is you becoming the best you. And the way we do that is by looking at the three fundamentals in life. Number one, life has a purpose. Yes, your life has a purpose. The corollary, the result of that is you can go mad. You can go make a difference. Everybody can make a difference. The smallest thing to the largest thing, everybody makes a difference. You'll hear that from Anne throughout the show. And the third part of that is learning how to uncover the secrets and the power of everyday words and terms. Simple example, www. Now, if you ask anybody what it is, they'll tell you, well, it has something to do with the internet, of course. And factually speaking, that's correct. But in our world, www stands for Drum roll, fanfare, da 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 da. What a wonderful world. And what a is a word, W H A T A. What a wonderful world. That's doing something good with every word or term that you can see. When you hear that kind of stuff, you say, wow. And wow is a wonderful acronym, stands for words of wisdom. And those are the words that came out of the mouth of Satchmo Louis Armstrong when he sang that song that went viral and touched 
hundreds of millions of people, maybe billions of people around the world. What a wonderful world. And when you even think about or hear the tune, right away you begin to smile. Now, smile is one of the most important words and acronyms that you could ever learn. Incorporate this into your very being. Do some neuro-linguistic programming. You're reframing your thoughts and thereby your words and thereby your deeds. Thoughts, words, and deeds will now make you a positive, purposeful, powerful, pleasant being, and therefore you can make a difference in the world. SMILE stands for seeing miracles in life every day. (laughs) Seeing miracles in life every day. Now, we have over 268,000 people right now that are listening to us throughout the world. A lot of good questions up on the board, and I'll take them in just a little bit. But hundreds of thousands of people are tuning into the show regularly. But we always have another 20, 30,000 every week joining us because people tell their friends about the joy of living with Barry Shore. So people invariably that are new ask me or say, and they write in a little note and say, but hey, I've been up for hours. I haven't seen any miracles yet. And I ask, are you here? Can you hear? Can you see? Do you have water to drink? Do you have food to eat? You have a place to sleep, you have family, you have friends. Millions of people did not get up this morning. You did, seeing miracles in life every day. Or as my friend said to me, seeing miracles in everyday life. It still spells the word smile. (laughs) Just spelled a little differently, but looking the same and giving that great insight into living. Now, one of the other great insights into living is the word create. Because that's the world you want to live in. You want to build the world. You want to create the world that you want to live in. Because when you do, you create more harmony, more love, more life. And create stands for causing rethinking, enabling all to excel. Because when you do your rethinking, you have 50 million Excuse me, 50 billion uh, brain cells and, a, and about a trillion synapses connecting them all. You don't need all that just to decide what flavor ice cream or coffee or latte that you want. But neuro-linguistic programming, you can really remap how you think, how you speak, and how you act. So create is a wonderful word. Now, I do have to warn you in advance. And not, I'm not going to warn you about Anne. I'm going to warn you about me. Because Anne is 89 years young right now when she's going to be with us. So I'm, I'm in deference to her. But your humble host does use four-letter words throughout the show, like love and life and things like that. But he also uses a four-letter F-U word. And I like to use it because it shocks people. And, and it's fun. Well, there it is right now. There's your four-letter F-U word. Fun. F-U. Capital N. Capital N. Fun. Now, again, new people will say, oh, come on, Barry Shaw, fun sells three letters. Not the way I spell it, and it's my show, my world. I'm creating a better world, F-U-N-N. So when you don't listen to the show afterwards and you're going to see your family, your friends put a big smile on your face, remember what SMILE stands for, and say F-U with a twinkle in your eye, and then immediately add capital N, capital N, fun. And let's say, where'd you get that? The joy of living. And speaking of the joy of living, there are two words now that I want to urge everybody to consider saying these two words consciously and conscientiously at least three times a day for the next 30 days. 
do this consciously, conscientiously, and you will make a difference in the world, you will go mad. And those two words are, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank is an acronym that stands for to harmonize and network kindness. To harmonize and network kindness. The Dalai Lama's wanted to say, and he's written, be kind whenever possible. And it's always possible. <laughs> That's the beauty of it. Thank you. You just went into the shop and you ordered a $4.95 cup of latte and they brought it to you. Thank you. You ordered a $4.95 latte and they forgot, had to go back up, remind you, and then they gave it to you. Thank you. You're walking out of the store and somebody opens the door for you. Thank you. You're walking out of the store and somebody slams the door on you. Thank you. You're driving in traffic and somebody cuts you off. Thank you. You get up in the middle of the night and you stub your toe on the table and you say, thank you. Because when you harmonize and network kindness, you're building and creating the world you want to live in. Kindness. Everyone you meet, everyone you meet is fighting a battle you know nothing about. Therefore, be kind always. Keep inspiring noble deeds. And talking about inspiring noble deeds, there are a few people that I know in the world that inspire noble deeds and noble actions, noble thoughts, more so than our wonderful guest. Her name is Anne, A-N-N-E, Lorimore, L-O-R-I-M-O-R, and she is more of everything. So I'm just going to ask her to say a big hello to 268,971 people around the world. Anne, please give a big hello and then we'll speak more about you. Hello to everyone. I'm glad to be here. Wow, that is so fantastic. Thank you for being here, not just being here on the show, but being here on the planet and helping everybody recognize that life is to be lived. I'm just going to give you a brief introduction to some things about Anne. Anne is, I said, 89 years in this world and going strong. What do I mean by going strong? I'll tell you, just a little bit of a snippet. At the age of 85, <laughs> 85 here, everybody, she climbed the tallest mountain in the continent, on the continent of Africa, the one that Ernest Hemingway climbed many decades ago, Mount Kilimanjaro, 19,341 feet, if I remember. And she did that at the age of 85. Wow, she was the oldest person to do that, oldest woman, certainly. A couple of years later, somebody broke the record. Well, Anne's not going to let that stand. Hello, at the age of 89, just a few months ago, Anne set out again. To climb, scale, beat, be atop the tallest mountain on the continent of Africa. And she did it. She did it. And she's going to help us with her story because it's amazing. But now she's the oldest person in the world to climb that mountain. So think about it. Ain't no mountain high enough that you can't climb no matter what your circumstances are. So with that as a brief introduction, let me have a couple of minutes before the first break. And I just want to, again, thank you again for being here. And let's just start with not so much the mountain that you climbed physically. Let's start with the mountain that you climbed because of um, who you are. You were raised in what we call in America the Great Depression. 
and it was a depression all around the world. Tell us a little bit about your childhood before the break, and then we'll come back and really delve in more about who Anne is and what makes her do what she does. I was born at the beginning of the Great Depression, and I was the oldest of 10 children. Um, We had four in the second family as well. Um, We were quite poor. We had times of homelessness. I didn't think of it that way. We had to live with my grandmother for a while. Then uh, later on, we started, uh, my parents started a children's home and school. I became very interested in helping kids at that time, even at the age of nine and younger. And then we had to leave there because things didn't turn out as well as we wanted. And we were homeless, truly homeless, on the road for um, a couple of months, I think. My father had taken a big old truck and built sides on it, put a top on it like a prairie schooner. And we were just traveling across country. Then after we'd settled for a little while, we went and bought some land and we lived on that. And you couldn't build, it was wartime. So we had a tent that we lived in on a bare floor with uh, no telev- with no uh, running water or telephone or um, electricity. It was, it was quite primitive. And I was glad when we left that behind us. We ourselves built a big old two-story house in an area that didn't have any others. And that was for the new school. And also, we did have our chapel services there as well. And always, I had wonderful teachers who were encouraging and who helped me to keep on being, realizing that I wasn't stuck there, that life was going to get better, and I was going to find it so. And always... Wow, let's, on that, on that wonderful note, I just want to do a brief recap. Everybody here... Ten children. She's the oldest. She learned not only about caring for others, but about growing and being. If you ever want to read about some of the things that Anne went through, there's a great book called The Grapes of Wrath by John Steinbeck. It is chilling to understand that Anne not only lived through this, but understood that there's light ahead because she was encouraged by others. And that's going to be the theme of what we'll talk about when we come back right now from this break. Stay on the edge of your seat. Get ready because you're going to hear about the woman at 89 who conquered the tallest mountain in all of Africa. Be right back. Hello. Holidays are here. Uh Uh-oh. Stress. What color is your stress? And you know when you get stressed, you really want to pause and make some moments for you. Why owe you? Let's reclaim the holiday magic. Well, that's great. How do you do that, you ask? Aha! Here's a way. Go to calm.com slash Barry. Calm, C-A-L-M dot com slash Barry. Calm is more than meditation. You get access to hundreds of hours of content, sleep stories, soothing music, nature noises, so much more. Over 60 million people use Calm to help them relax. For a limited time, Our show listeners get 25% off the Calm premium subscription, calm.com slash Barry. And it comes with unlimited access to Calm's entire library. Start today, calm.com slash Barry. That's C-A-L-M dot com slash Barry. Do it now. You will be glad you did. Are you living in joy daily? Would you like to? Well, now you can. It's fast, it's easy, and it's F-U-N-N, fun. How do you do it? Go to 
BarryShore.com. That's B-A-R-R-Y-S-H-O-R-E, BarryShore.com, and get 11 strategies for living in joy daily. It's free, F-R-E-E, free, or your money back. It's free, or your money back, guaranteed. Go to BarryShore.com. You'll be glad you did. 11 strategies for living in joy daily. Streaming live, the leader in Internet talk radio, VoiceAmerica.com. You are listening to The Joy of Living with Barry Shore. To participate in today's program, we invite you to call in to 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. You may also send an email to Barry at barryshore.com. Now, back to The Joy of Living. morning, beautiful, bountiful, beloved, immortal beings and good-looking people. And remember, you're good-looking because you're always looking for and finding the good. Now, good is a wonderful word, G-O-O-D. Take that second O and make a little clip in it. And now elongate that letter and you have an L because good turns into gold when you know how to really use it well. We have gold in abundance in the form of a being named Ann Lorimore, L-O-R-I-M-O-R, and she is more. She is more of everything. She just left us with the amazing beginning of her story, the oldest of 10 children, homeless for a period of time, no running water. This was in the Great Depression in the United States of America, and yet... Because of encouragement from other people, specifically teachers, she knew that there was a better time coming. There was more coming for Anne. So that's where she left us. So, Anne, let's go from there. Tell us about what the encouragement meant for you and what happened because of that. When I was ready for high school, my second grade teacher who'd stayed in touch with us um, paid my tuition at a boarding school in California. And that was a very broadening experience for me. And I did feel also that it was necessary to pay it forward. I kept on going to school. That was always important to me in my life. And the people uh, sort of are amused that I have two bachelors, two masters, a PhD, and also I had an RN. So I got quite a lot of formal I, I need education. to interrupt you. Please forgive me for interrupting. But I just want to, you said it so easily and jauntily. I want people to understand what you just said, though. Not only was she gained encouragement and attended a particular school, but she recognized that education becomes a foundational stone in the growth of the human being. So that's for everybody around the world. Education is a foundational stone. But look what Anne went on to do. She told us that she has, let me recount here, you have two different degrees, is that correct? And you have you have two bachelor's degrees, two master's degrees. She has a PhD. She's a doctor in communications. And by the way, she's a registered nurse. <laughs> talk about accomplishments. Oh, hello. And then we're going to talk about, by the way, climbing a mountain. But you don't get through 
physically climbing the tallest mountain in all of Africa unless you've been through other things which you just told us, constantly moving forward in life. Would you say that that's a a way to understand life and that, that preparation and foundation are the ways to continue to move forward? I think that they're absolutely essential. I'm doing a book that's going to be called Climbing for Change, and the subtitle is Overcoming Challenges on the Way to the Top, and it's going to bring the metaphor of my life in with the the climbing of the mountain. Oh, this is so great, Uh, and it's going to be coming out uh, early next year, I take it, And, and when I say early next year, early 2020. Yes, I hope so. I definitely well, that, believe that's what's that's in the plan. That, see, here, do you hear what she says? This is a woman who plans. So when anybody ever thinks, wait a minute, she's 89, she's planning for the future? Absolutely, 100% yes, because Anne lives by this following maxim, which is Anne's own maxim. And you're ready for this? It's never too early to start. And it's never too late to learn and grow. Now, remember, you don't want to miss a moment in the show. You want to listen again, and you want to share this with people. Go to barryshore.com, and you'll be able to learn a lot more about Anne because this is an amazing being. So let's move forward, Anne. And uh, because time is, is really short for everybody, here you are on a radio show, and by definition, time is short because we live by the clock. Let's move forward. And the idea for you to live in life is that you're a giver. You understand that the joy of living can be condensed into one word, giver or giving. So that's you. Tell us, how did it even come into your consciousness to go and climb a mountain? I mean, that's not you. You have all these degrees, but you didn't tell us you're a professional mountain climber. I'm not a professional mountain climber. A climber. I've loved it since I was a little girl. Uh, but the, this particular mountain, I read the snows of Kilimanjaro in high school and just sort of thought, oh, that's, isn't that lovely? And then a few years ago, my nephew and niece said, we're going to climb Kilimanjaro. And I said to them, let me go with you. And I thought they'd laugh at me. <laughs> and and so they said, why, well, sure. And so then a few years later, in a business meeting, I met a man who's the, person, the oldest person to do all the seven summits. And he was leading a group up Kilimanjaro. And I thought, well, he would know the problems of an older person. I want to go with him. By the way, let's just give a big shout out. Is that this wonderful, amazing man named Werner that I know? Werner Berger, that's exactly who it is. Thank you. Well, let's give him a shout out only because uh, he is a great, wonderful person, as is his wife, Heshi Siegel, because they do such amazing work in Africa, helping out other people, helping children with water and such like that. And it's always good to recognize benevolent beneficent beings which Anne embodies along with other people you see she is part of a channel of good she recognizes she's a cog she's a channel of good and a child of God so you met Werner who has scaled all seven major peaks on the different continents and you said okay Werner give me some tips kid (laughs) well actually he did more than that he planned the whole expedition and I was going to do it And I thought, if I can combine my love of kids with my love of hiking, this will be great. 
But then something happened. He, he, I think he didn't get enough people and put it off a year. And I suddenly realized I could make it dramatic. I would be the oldest woman to climb that mountain. And so that's, that's what we did. That is dramatic. <laughs> I want everybody to hear it <laughs> one more time. I would be the oldest living woman to climb the tallest mountain in the entire continent. Okay, that's that's something to uh, get you up in the morning, isn't it? And do your exercises because you're only 29 at this point, right? No, you weren't. You were 85. <laughs> so now we will say also that it is the highest freestanding mountain in the world, which I think adds a little drama. That's a good drama, the highest freestanding mountain in the world. <laughs> good drama. And, and I can hear the music in the background as the sun rises up over Kilimanjaro. And here comes this 85 beautiful woman, 85 years, beautiful woman moving effortlessly, not effortlessly, fearlessly up the mountain because it does take effort. We'll talk about that at length. Give us a little bit of what happens now when you did decide, okay, I'm just going to do it. Well, I, I knew I had to train. I did it on my own. I hiked with my little dog, climbed mountains all around, uh, in, some in Colorado and in, in Arizona, and uh, I actually got down and climbed some in Mexico. And I just knew that I had to get fitter and fitter, and that's what I tried to do. I, I just want to find a personal trainer. I want to put a pause here. I want to put a pause here because what Anne is sharing with us. Remember, the joy. This show is called the Joy of Living, and the only reason that you are tuned in to listen is because you want to be the best you possible. That's all you care about, and it's great when you're the, focusing on becoming the best you. You're going to be building a better world. Let's hear what Anne said. She realized she wants to do it. She said, okay, I'm going to train. In other words, she puts a plan in place, and she starts executing on it. I'm going to train by hiking with my little dog. Don't tell me your dog's name was Toto, by the way. (laughs) No, my dog is Kevin, handsome and Gaelic. Kevin is the name? K-E-V-I-N? That's my doggy's name, yes. (laughs) Okay, she's hiking around wherever she can with Kevin. And if anybody ever asks her, she just says hiking. But nobody doesn't ask. But if they did, she'd say, well, I'm preparing to climb Mount Kilimanjaro. Kilimanjaro, And people say, huh? Okay, so now (laughs) she's training and she decides to do it. And she knows that every time she takes a step forward, I'm I'm intervening, I'm the dramatist here. Every step forward she takes is another step towards climbing the mountain, even though she's not on the mountain. I just want everybody to understand this. When you're in training and you're working towards your plan and you're evolving, every step you take is another, how should we say, a step in success towards climbing the mountain, even if you're not physically on the mountain. That's what she was doing. Is that correct, Ann? It's absolutely true. I knew that those steps had to come first, but I did feel they were getting me somewhere. Wow. So people never, ever even think that you're not on the right path or doing this and that. As long as you've mapped out a plan, and by the way, WID is a very important word here. WID stands for, actually, I use WIDE, but WID is write it down. And if you really want to get smart, write it down every time. Write down your goal, because when it's in writing, it's concretized. And I'm sure has done this. And she recognized that every step she took, whether it was in Arizona New Mexico or Mexico was climbing a mountain in Africa. Think about that. She understands that it's her mind that has the mastery. 
That's the genius of Anne Lorimore. And what she does in life is every step she was taking was not just for her to be the oldest woman in the world to climb a mountain. She was doing it because of creating exciting futures. She was doing all of this to empower children. We'll talk about that more when we come back. We have another minute or two before the break. So just tell us a little more about preparation for the hike. Here you are with Kevin and going everywhere you can, mentally, physically preparing. In addition to uh, hiking, I also swam every day just to get all of my muscles strengthened in every way possible. I was doing everything that I could to get myself fit. I tried to learn, I learned ways to overcome stress. And for me, uh, hiking was one of them, but I also would read books that were very amusing. And that would, that would help me a great deal. I, Can you recommend kept, one book that you read that really struck a, a resonant chord with you? One book I, I read first when I was a young girl, Anne of Green Gables. This was a feisty little orphan that just didn't let anything stop her, and I admired her so much. She had a wonderful vocabulary and a great uh, view of humanity that a lot of people didn't have. I love her. Well, it's, it's sort of apropos that Anne of Green Gables, which was a staple of books that used to be read by people, and more is the pity that it's not read more often in most schools around the country and around the world, but Anne of Green Gables is speaking to Anne of now Arizona and channeling that feistiness and that drive for goodness, because that's who you are. You embody, remember, when we come back, we're going to talk more about it, but every step that Anne is taking is doing it for children. See, she's doing it because she has a cause, she has a plan, and she understands that never quitting and going mad, going making a difference, has little to do with saying, I'm going to change the world by da-da-da-da. You change the world with every step, with every word, with every thought, with every deed. That's our Ann Lorimore. So you just got a few, about 30 seconds before the break. Tell me a little bit more about your swimming every day because I'm a swimmer. And we'll talk about that when we come back. Where, what, how much did you swim? 10 minutes, 20 minutes, 30 minutes? I would usually do 30 laps of my pool, which I think is about 30 feet long. Woo! You hear that, everybody? 30 laps every day. <laughs> Think about that when you are in your 20s, 30s, 40s, 50s, 60s, 70s, and say, well, I don't think I can really get up and move right now. And Laura Moore in her mid-80s is swimming every day, walking every day, overcoming stress every day, and planning to climb. And she will, when we come back, tell you more about it. The tallest freestanding mountain in the world. We'll be back in just a few seconds. Don't go away because you got more and coming back to you. Yippee! Holidays are here. Oh my stress. What color is your stress? Well, when you know that's coming, it's when you want to press pause and make some moments for you. Let's reclaim the holiday magic. Oh, that's great. How do you do that, you ask? Aha! Go to calm.com slash Barry. Calm, C-A-L-M dot com slash Barry, B-A-R-R-Y. Go there right now. Calm 
is used by over 60 million people to help them relax. Calm is more than meditation. You get access to hundreds of hours of content, sleep stories, soothing music, nature noises, and more. Go to calm.com slash Barry for a limited time and you get 25% off the Calm premium subscriptions. It comes with unlimited access to Calm's entire library. Do it now. Go to calm.com slash Barry. That's calm.com slash Barry. You'll be glad you did. Oh, what a beautiful morning. Oh, what a beautiful day. I've got a wonderful feeling. Everything's going your way. Do you get up in the morning singing and feeling like that? Well, if you don't, then you need to go to barryshore.com and find the 11 strategies for living in joy daily. They're free. F-R-E-E or your money back. Go to barryshore.com and find the 11 strategies for living in joy daily. You'll be glad you did. I do. And it's free or your money cheerfully refunded. Bye. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com. listening to the joy of living with barry shore to participate in today's program we invite you to call in to 1-866-472-5788 that's 1-866-472-5788 you may also send an email to barry at barryshore.com now back to the joy of living Good morning, beautiful, bountiful, beloved, immortal beings and good-looking people. And remember, you're good-looking because you're always looking for and finding the good. And we have good in abundance. And her name is, her name is Anne Lorimore, and she is more. She is the oldest person in the world to climb the highest freestanding mountain in the world over 19,300 feet on the continent of Africa called Mount Kilimanjaro. And Laura Moore is with us. And we're going to go back in time just a little bit when she was a kid. And we want to talk about something that touches people around the world. Remember, over 268,000 people listen to this show around the world every time. And you're sharing it with five people. BarryShore.com. Go there. You can share this. You don't want to miss it. You want to listen again. You want to share it. It means it's going to touch a million people. Listen to what Anne's going to tell us about when she was a kid. And she was living under very difficult circumstances, no running water and, and having 10 children or more and just not seeing the great expansion in life. How was hope for you at that moment, Anne, and what helped turn it around and open it up? Somehow, I think the most important influences were from my teachers. They often saw promise in me and encouraged me. The people around, we sort of felt that we were at the bottom of the pole and people looked down on us, but the teachers always saw something in me and encouraged me. And I thought I was going to go to college. My parents really wanted me to go and they started a little fun for me. And then that fun got diverted to building the house. And so I ended up working my own way through college in the end. 
but always there were people that gave us hope that were kind, and I, I, it's something I want to pass on to other people. The kids that don't know they have options, don't know there's hope, I want to make sure that they see that and that I give them that chance through the Creating Exciting Futures. And everybody needs to know about this remarkable program, the Child Empowerment Foundation, also known as Creating Exciting Futures, because that is what animates, stimulates, and moves Anne's life. So let's move ourselves from where we are right now and let's go to Africa, to the base of Mount Kilimanjaro, and we're going to climb together with Anne to the very top. So let's invest the next few minutes together and, and give us some of what it takes to climb the tallest freestanding mountain in the world. Remember, she's doing this at the age of 89. She did it at the age of 85. Somebody came along and broke that record. She said, "Uh uh-uh, I'm not going to let that stand. I'm going back out there at 89 to be the oldest person in the world to do it. Where are you at the base of the mountain, taking a deep breath and saying, okay, everybody, let's go. What does it take in terms of preparation of mind and matter and focus? I knew that I was going to climb this mountain and I did it by just thinking you put one foot in front of another and that is what you do. I, actually, we climbed up uh, th- through five climate zones and the first day really wasn't very hard. It was just a sort of a nice uh, forest area after, after we came from the bush. But then uh, it got steeper and I, I, I didn't, I love climbing. So that, combining that with my passion for kids was a good thing for me. But it still was not an easy thing. We, I, I didn't have to carry as much as you do many times if you're a day hiker. I had just my personal things and water and extra jackets and poncho and things like that. And a lot of the stuff was carried by the porters. I was climbing with a group of eight people, and we had 31 porters and guides and cook to support us. And they would go set up the tents, and they'd carry the tents. They carried the mess tents and the food. So it could have been a lot harder. But it, w- it wasn't so bad until I got to have a lot of pain on the second climb because I'd fallen during our, uh, uh, in a tent camp during our safari earlier. And I had a lot of pain, and I was really concerned that I couldn't make it. And so I had my oxygen tested the night when I was feeling just, I don't know, I got to do this because people are counting on me. And I, I did manage then to go on. I managed to pass that test. And we kept right on up that mountain. The last part of it's always the hardest. You do over 4,000 feet on that last journey. And that is always very hard. In fact, somebody told me that a friend of his from the military said that it was the hardest thing he ever did in his life. And I could almost agree with that. It was very, very challenging. But I made it. And I also made it with a um, crew who were going to do a documentary. And uh, you'll see a picture of the four of us there at the highest peak, the Uhuru Peak. And I really felt good that I'd made it. Well, we feel good that you made it because it means not only did you make it up, I want to talk about (laughs) two things that most people never ask you, uh, I think, is that you made it up, you made it through the pain, which I want to spend a little more time on that, but now you had to get down. You don't just jump off a mountain (laughs) and they don't just come with a helicopter and go swish and bring you down. You now have to climb back down. Is that not true? Yes, 
I'm afraid we did some of the things you're not supposed to do. We cut across, and you can slide down some scree, and that does cut a little time off going down. Oh, fine. I've read that it really is damaging to the mountain, and I wouldn't do it again. Right, but sliding down scree at 89 uh, is is not like a 19 or 29 year old saying, "Yay, we're going down scree." Hello, it's still an uh, an arduous process of getting down from the top of the mountain. In other words, you have to be able to not only get up to come down and feel the exhilaration and know that what's moving you forward is bigger than you. This is not. Hey, Ann, you're going to be the oldest person in the world when you climb up the mountain. Yeah, it's look what I might be able to do in the world for others, for kids around the world by giving them encouragement, by understanding my story and giving them hope and empowering the creating exciting futures. Is that not what moved every bone in your body forward, no matter what the pain was? It was it was extremely important because I think that so many kids don't know their options, and I want them to have a level playing field that they can accomplish what they want to accomplish. And if I could get attention and money for my organization, then I could help more kids. So give us an example of what it means to not have hope. In other words, have you met a couple of kids that came to either the school or the foundation that you're working with that are in circumstances where they literally felt there was no purpose of life? There was no hope. I met one kid, uh, and, and he was recommended by his big brother for my scholarship to a teen program that really, really empowers the kids. And uh, he said, oh, I won't win. My family never wins. But then he got the scholarship, and he got over there, and he got a wonderful boost to his self-esteem, and he decided that really what he wanted to do was be a chef and have his own restaurant. And he and the kids brainstormed a fusion restaurant, and one of the instructors told him that there were actually grants available for people that started basic services in impoverished areas. And so it, it seems to me that there's a great deal of hope for him. He came back, and a year later... He graduated high school. Doesn't sound like much, but in his family, he was the very first person ever to graduate high school. They were so proud of him. And then I was able to meet quite a few people in the restaurant business who are willing to talk to him and help him when the time comes. He is now working in a restaurant to get the basic experience he needs to let him go where he wants to go. And I know he feels a lot of hope that he didn't feel before. This is the genius of this woman. 89 years, the oldest living being on the planet to climb the highest freestanding mountain in the world, telling us a story, an actual event about another human being, a young person, in this case a boy, who didn't see himself as a winner because nobody in his family was a winner. And yet... He understood when he did win a little bit that he could make it happen. The hope that is in Anne transmitted to people can be that hope that every single person listening can transmit to someone else. Encourage people. Take encouragement from Anne who can do anything. (laughs) She just showed it. (laughs) Ain't no mountain high enough, kid. You can be the best you possible by giving encouragement to other people. 
by enabling them to see themselves through your eyes, which means they're not losing. They are succeeding. Every step forward is a step in success. That's what Anne is all about. Am I correct, Anne? You are the embodiment of saying, yes, you can. I certainly feel that way. And I also feel that they, in turn, can be the embodiment for other people so that there's a ripple effect so that more and more people are affected. Well, let's keep rippling on because Anne is deep in spirit. She is deeply in cause. And that cause is being a force for good in the world. She lives in a fog, a force of goodness. You also can live in a fog. Just understand and go to barryshore.com. Learn more about what Anne is doing with creating exciting futures. I'm going to ask Anne, would you be kind enough to stay with us just past this break? Going to take a short break. Everybody's on the edge of the seat. They want to hear a couple more minutes of Anne before we leave. Can you do that? Can you stay with us? I certainly will. Yay, Anne. And Laura Moore, L-O-R-I-M-O-R. You can find all about her and everything she's doing at barryshore.com, B-A-R-R-Y-S-H-O-R-E, on the joy of living. Because remember, this show exists for one reason only, you, Y-O-U-E-W-E. When you're the best you possible, you go mad. You make a difference in the world. Be right back after this short break. Don't go away. A little bit more of Anne, and then you're going to be happy again. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Are you living in joy daily? Would you like to? Well, now you can. It's fast, it's easy, and it's F-U-N-N, fun. How do you do it? Go to BarryShore.com. That's B-A-R-R-Y-S-H-O-R-E, BarryShore.com, and get 11 strategies for living in joy daily. It's free, F-R-E-E, free, or your money back. It's free or your money back, guaranteed. Go to BarryShore.com. You'll be glad you did. 11 strategies for living in joy daily. There's nothing better than spreading joy, happiness, peace, and love. And now you can do so by giving Keep Smiling cards. The Daily Smile mission is to promote joy, happiness, peace, and love to all. Help the world to reach the goal of 10 million Keep Smiling cards in circulation by 2020. The best part is that the Keep Smiling cards cost you nothing. All you pay is the postage cost. Go to thedailysmile.com and order your card. Join the Keep Smiling movement right now. Visit thedailysmile.com. Stimulating talk gets those synapses in your brain firing really fast. All the time. The number one internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com. You are listening to The Joy of Living with Barry Shore. To participate in today's program, we invite you to call in to 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. You may also send an email to Barry at barryshore.com. Now, back to The Joy of Living. Good 
morning, beautiful, bountiful, beloved, immortal beings and good-looking people. Remember, you're good-looking because you're always looking for and finding the good, good and abundance because we are speaking with and being moved and motivated by Anne Laura Moore, L-O-R-I-M-O-R. You can find all about her at barryshore.com. She, in July of this year of 2019, she became the oldest person in the world to summit Mount Kilimanjaro, the tallest freestanding mountain in the world, the tallest mountain also on the continent of Africa, and she has a place in the 2020 Guinness Book of World Records. And she is helping us to understand a great quote because she embodies this quote. It was said by Mother Teresa. Not all of us can do great things, but we can all do small things with great love. That is what I hear when I speak with my friend now, Anne Lorimore. And been a few minutes remaining to us. Please give us some more of Anne and, and share with us a couple of insights and ideas and uh, maybe one small story of what it is that you do on a regular basis with great love and why you do it. I'd like to tell you one of the other reasons that I got started with doing this. When I was in grad school, I worked as a nanny in a professor's home, and I was so impressed. These little kids had a book, just a room full of books, and I read them a couple of stories every night, and they just were, they, they impressed me with the breadth of their knowledge. Like a little kid would talk about Lamborghinis and Ferraris and Maseratis, and I'd just be blown away because they were so knowledgeable. Then I'd go home on the holidays to visit my mother and a person from her church down the street. Uh, their, their mother and father and twin boys lived in a house no bigger than the professor's living room. They, I didn't see a book in the house. And I just thought, you know, these are bright little boys. Somebody's got to level this playing field for them. And so I began to think of ways that I could help kids. And I did start with a, a fun a, fund under the Arizona Community Foundation. Later, I wanted to help more kids in more ways, and so I founded the Lawmore Child Empowerment Foundation, which does business as creating exciting futures. And I mentioned briefly the program where the teens learn to accept themselves and make contacts and all that sort of thing. We have another program with Youth Toastmasters, where the kids learn to speak freely and easily. And I think no matter what career they go into or just in life, it's going to help them if those things can happen for them. And my third program with them, I've arranged with a major bank that they can have a no-fee, low-balance checking accounts in order to learn financial literacy and to handle their own money and then in turn to be able to help other people, which I always stress. I, I just feel that I can see wonderful things happening with the kids. I'd like to take six teens to the program in July, so I'm earning the money for that. And I also have so many other things I'd like to help the kids do. And we're going to have a mentorship program where they don't lose the high that they get when they go to the program. Instead, it's kept up with them by the people that they meet afterward and follow them. So I want to say that if you want to learn more about my program, go to Creating Exciting futures.org and that will also take you to my LinkedIn program and to my Twitter program and I have a Facebook page called Creating Exciting Futures and with all of that you can learn about what I'm about and how I can help these kids 
and how you can also give and volunteer and help these kids to live the kind of lives they love and then give back. Yay, Anne. Yay, Anne. And again, all you have to do, if you couldn't write that all down, is just go to barryshore.com, B-A-R-R-Y-S-H-O-R-E, barryshore.com. Everything about Anne, who she is, what she does, and all the possibilities that she brings to the world is right there. Anne, I'm going to ask you, if I may, I'm going to give you a big hug in front of 268,000 people right now. Are you ready? I'm ready. One. Two, three. And hugging you back. <laughs> Ooh, thank you so much. So it is more than an honor to have Anne Lorimore with us today. We're just going to do a quick recap. Remember who she is. She is the woman that climbed the tallest freestanding mountain in the world. Not just the woman, the oldest living being in the world to do that. Now, what does that mean for you? Because that's what you care about. You care about you. That's why you tune into the joy of living. And you should. Because remember, on this show, we have the three principles of life. Number one, life has a purpose. Your life has a purpose. The result of that is you can go mad. You can go make a difference. Just like Anne makes a difference. Not made a difference. She makes a difference. And one of the best ways you can do that is by unlocking the secrets and the powers of everyday words and terms. When you use these, you are touching the positive, purposeful, powerful, pleasant essence of you. WWW, what a wonderful world. When you see WWW from now on, you're always going to think, what a wonderful world. Wow. Words of wisdom. And that's what we heard today from amazing, wonderful Anne. Words of wisdom that will make you smile. And whenever you smile from now on, you're going to think, seeing miracles in life every day, seeing miracles in life every day, create, you can create the kind of world you want to live in, causing rethinking, enabling all to excel, encourage people, encourage people to understand they have hope, they can be better, there is no such thing as a dark future, it's bright when you say thank you, thank you to harmonize and network kindness, learn to say thank you three times a day, consciously and conscientiously. Make that a practice for at least the next 30 days and you will see a difference in your life. And then you can tell everybody, F you. But remember, add a capital N-N, F-U-N-N. Say with a smile when they ask, where did you learn that? You say on the joy of living, tune in, Share this show with at least five people so we'll have a million people being touched. And everything that you heard today should encourage you to understand you make a difference in the world. You are special. By definition, you have been created with a great legacy. And my prayer, our blessing to you is go forth, live the blessing, spread the seeds of joy Happiness, peace, and love go mad. Thank you for tuning in this week to The Joy of Living. Please join Barry Shore for another edition of the program next Tuesday at 1 p.m. Eastern Time and 10 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. And as Barry says, give me five. Share this show with five people you love. Bring joy into your heart and love unto others. And we'll see you here next week.